0: You're listening to a podcast from
1: 702. 702, radio that listens to you.
0: We're grateful to our healthcare workers for their courage and we want to give them and their families the support they need during this pandemic with the Dove Care on Care 24-hour helpline. Navigating COVID-19 brought to you by Dove. Hashtag courage is beautiful here on 702. I've been saying it, I said it earlier on with Clement. I'm so excited to kick off this initiative today. Uh, it's been in the pipelines for some time and here we are with a team from to have, making sure that our healthcare workers not only are they heard but that they have a place to turn to as far as their mental well-being is concerned we want to thank them we want to honor them and recognize the sacrifice and the hard work that they've put in as far as this pandemic is concerned and so i invite you to be a part of this conversation are you a healthcare worker what kind of toll has the pandemic taken on you um what kind of impact has it had on your life Um, I'd really love to get a sense of What it is that you have been through Because as those that you care for We need to extend our thoughts We need to extend our hearts as well To what you have gone through As those that need to Those that are at our bedside As those that spend all those endless hours In hospital giving of your best So as 702 and Dove Over the next six weeks This is the time we're taking out To honor you So joining me for this conversation To further give it shape Is Kristen um, Tennant And she is the Dove Senior Brand Manager. And we're also joined by ICAS spokesperson. And she's also uh, an independent counselling and advisory. uh, Well, ICAS is the independent counselling and advisory service, but she's a spokesperson and also clinical director. And that is Navlika Ratanji. Good afternoon, Kristen. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, I good to be here. Yeah, good to finally share um, what we're doing for our healthcare workers. Navlika, thank you for coming in too. Thank you so much for having me. Now, Kristen, let me start with you. We know that Dove is a brand that is known for caring. Dove is known for caring. And now you have um, addressed that caring towards health workers. What struck you? What was it about the sacrifice and the commitment that healthcare workers were making in the fight against COVID-19 that inspired you as a team to seek out a way to help?
2: Um, yeah, we when we started thinking about what we could do during this time, we had to quite quickly pivot from the the plan that we had in place at the beginning of the year and then felt that, you know, there was something way more relevant that we could do. So what we did is we started doing some social listening and looking into what um, what is happening um, with COVID nineteen, who who is most affected, and then when we realised that healthcare workers were obviously you know kind of bearing the brunt of of the stress and kind of on the on the front lines for all of us, mm. we then looked into what would they need the most. So as well as what we we know already, PPE was a need. But also right up there was mental health support. And that was even, you know, back in March and April when we started doing the social listening. So we can only imagine how much healthcare workers need mental health support now Mm. as we reach the peak
0: Yes, and I mean, this has been quite sustained. The level of stress uh, and the work conditions that they've had to do their jobs under has been sustained over months. And this does and can take a toll on someone's well-being. So, um, Navlika, are you able to speak further to this about the kind of stress that has been uh, sustained over this period of time and the toll that it can take?
1: Absolutely. Thanks, uh, Azania, for that question. Um, I think what's important to note in terms of mental health, broadly speaking, in in South Africa is that the statistics show that one in every four South Africans will experience a mental health condition at some point in their lives. Mm -hmm. And that figure is only growing. In fact, global megatrends show that uh, we're heading towards one in every two people in the future. So the COVID-19 pandemic has sort of just accelerated that in terms of the manifestation and presentation of mental health concerns. Now, if we look at the population of um, the frontline workers, early research, um, obviously stemming from China in specific because um, that's where we sort of have more history around the COVID-19 pandemic, is that um, the the frontline workers in specific are presenting with more anxiety, more depression and more fear than the rest of the population. Mm. Um, And in many ways, we can understand um, the the stress and the anxiety that they confronted with. They worried about their personal well-being in terms of being exposed to the virus on a daily basis. They worried about the well-being of their family. Um, And they also confronted with so much of trauma and loss on a daily basis, being at the cold cold face of uh, where everything's happening, that mm. um, it obviously does have an impact um, and a negative uh, uh, impact on their mental well-being
2: as
0: a whole. Yeah, you know, on my timeline, it's as if a day doesn't go by without a message, without an appeal, without an experience that a healthcare worker is sharing about what they've seen in the corridors of hospitals. And these conversations, in fact, go across borders. These are experiences of healthcare workers in challenging conditions, healthcare workers in first world conditions. This is something that they have in common about what they observe and what they have shared uh, uh, with the outside world. So, Kristen, take me through what healthcare workers, as you said, the, this is uh, a mix of local and international voices, and what they've said about this experience. Um, yes.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, globally, what we're what we're hearing is that you know healthcare workers are, are needing this kind of support. So. Globally, what, what Dave has been, has been wanting to do is to be able to support healthcare workers in different ways. Mm. And in South Africa, um, as well as providing products and providing um, personal care packs, I think the most relevant thing was this health, this healthcare um, helpline, so Care on Call, which is an 0800 number that healthcare workers can, can call to get mental health support from professionals um, 24 hours a day for themselves and for their direct dependents, mm. because we know that this is an issue that isn't just impacting the healthcare worker themselves, but actually their whole family, um, who is, will also be under a lot of stress due to the hours that the healthcare worker is working, um, the fact that they could bring the illness home. Mm. I don't think ever before in the history of pandemics or in um, trauma for, for nurses and doctors on the front line has there ever been... A time where it's been so dangerous for the entire family, so that this healthcare worker who, who has signed up to to serve the community is now putting their lives on the line, which is, is quite unusual even for for a healthcare worker. So um, the support required for the entire family is really important.
0: Yes, and I see for the campaign you used real doctors, actual doctors and nurses.
2: Yes. Yes, so with Dove, we we never use models and we always use real people. That's part of the brand identity. So these nurses and doctors that you'll see in the TV ad that you will have seen um, and in some of the posters that you might see, um, yes, they're they're real doctors um, serving on the front line, um, pictures of them at the end of their shift.
0: Mm, mm. Um, And what's interesting is the markings on their faces. Tell me about that.
2: Well, you know, these healthcare workers are are working long, long shifts, and they aren't just having to wear a mask like you and I would have to wear just to go and do our shopping, which a lot of people are already saying is quite difficult. Um, These are layers and layers of different parts of PPE that are all necessary, and um, they just, you know, they can't come off from the beginning of the shift to the end. And if that's a 12 hour shift, that's 12 hours of wearing. Um, this kind of pressurized equipment across your face, mm. and so the pictures that you'll see in the in the TV ad are, yeah, the the, the lines from the PPE um, mm. on their faces after these long shifts
0: yes now they're starting to be these these markings are are are, are there for uh, because this the ppe's worn for such long hours and day after day after day uh, and i think yeah. it's a reminder it's a reminder that they carry it's a reminder for all of us of the the kind of commitment and the kind of sacrifice that they're making um in in the work that they do um Navlik, i want to come back to you about when we, as you said, many, we're seeing increased levels of anxiety, fear, and stress amongst healthcare workers and society, broadly speaking, but they're more, uh, it's more pronounced amongst this, uh, amongst healthcare workers. And when one is going through the sort of stress, the sort of fear and anxiety that we've been describing, what is needed what kind of support should be in place to ensure that this does not have a long-term effect
1: um i think you you have to nail on the head in terms of asking in the context of what support is needed so that there isn't a long-term impact Because there certainly is an impact from a short-term perspective. There are going to be days where uh, people feel like they're coping, generally speaking, and even the healthcare uh, worker will feel like they're coping. And there's going to be days where they feel like they're not coping Mm. and that things are falling apart and it just feels like too much. And that's the beauty of the initiative. Um, And we're so proud of our association with Dove on on this developing this care on call line um, is is that it's really about having that accessible support and the opportunity to debrief in a way that's not only accessible, but that's safe as well, because it's going to be virtual support and telephonic support. Um, So we're not increasing the risk and the anxiety around face-to-face support. Of course, that is available. Uh Um, And and it's it's also about being available when they need it. So whether it's um, they're coming off a shift at midnight Um, or whether it's, um, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon, it doesn't matter. The tar 3 line is available um, 24-7. It's confidential. It's provided by professional counsellors that will support them either telephonically or virtually. And it's free from a landline and cell phone. So the idea is really to make it as accessible as possible so people can reach out for the support that they need in the instant that they need it, that they have direct access um, to counseling support. Because sometimes it's just about uh, being able to debrief in that moment and other times, it's about discussing in much more depth the challenges that they're facing
0: and coping skills that are needed.
1: Mm. So, and sometimes worker and
0: their family. Yes. And we'll talk about the family in a moment. But as I'm listening to you, I'm struck by the fact that perhaps in some institutions, the sort of debriefing opportunity isn't available, firstly, and then maybe even where it is available, the idea of feeling safe enough to do so, having the psychological safety present for you to be able to use the service. Uh, uh, might be lacking um, and in some cases there might not be enough awareness about the need to debrief and the facilities available uh, so confidentiality on the one hand but also um you you get to to have the service outside of um, a, a workplace because some people might get concerned that people will will, will see me as incapable because i feel this way um, they might judge my, my 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 capacity they might judge my colleagues comp- competency uh, because I need this sort of assistance and it might maybe compromise me in the workplace. So there are a lot of different things that it it addresses.
1: Absolutely. And that's the uh, benefit of having sort of an independent space. That is confidential um, to air out all of those concerns that may otherwise be, um, you know, a concern for them in terms of the professional mm. um, in, uh, uh, brand and their professional well-being. Right,
0: so let's take a break ladies And then when we come back We're hearing from our listeners uh, My guest is Kristen Tennant And she's a senior uh, a senior brand manager uh, at Dove And that's Kristen Tennant And we're also joined by Navlika Ratanji Who is a clinical director for ICAST That's the Independent Counseling and Advisory Service Together with 702 Dove, ICAST and 702 We are bringing you this initiative over the coming weeks um, That We'll be hearing from different healthcare practitioners just about exactly about their experience through this COVID-19 pandemic. But I also want to take your calls. Uh, maybe you are a loved one to someone who works in the healthcare sector. Um, what has been the toll on their life? What is it? What has been the toll on your family as a unit? Uh, and maybe you are that healthcare worker. What's been your experience like over the past couple of months uh, with COVID-19 having to report to work, working um, in the face of this particular threat? For your SMSs. On 702. We're continuing our conversation as we kickstart a new initiative which seeks to provide mental well being, mental health care support for our health workers who have been through a really trying time, giving their best, being at the front lines of fighting the uh, the, the COVID 19 pandemic. And this is, of course, in partnership with Dove, a brand over the years which is certainly about care and ICAS. Which which is the independent counseling and advisory service will give you those contact details once more. The, um, the care line, the 24 hour care line that you'll be able to access, uh, whether when you need to debrief, when you need to unpack the experiences that you've had as a healthcare worker, uh, um, after perhaps a trying period. And this should be about ongoing maintenance as well, not just about those moments of uh, pressure. And so, um, this is what we're reflecting on today and the promise of the weeks to come so Kristen, um i mentioned earlier on that as part of this drive we also have the hashtag my healthcare hero where our listeners members of the public can nominate healthcare workers um can you tell us more about it yes of
2: course um so i think What we wanted to do is make this campaign really personal. So we didn't want this to just be an overarching campaign where a brand is talking to the audience. Um, Dove really is about care and we're about individuals. And what we we really wanted is to be able to kind of make this a a conversation um, amongst people and really get people to highlight healthcare heroes in their communities, in their hospitals, in their families. So um, if anybody has a healthcare hero that they would like to highlight, um, yes, we'd just love to hear about it. And it's a, it's a campaign that's driven mainly on social media.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and through the hashtag, my healthcare hero, we're able to then send care packages and thank yous to, mm. to different healthcare heroes.
0: Mm, mm. And this, of course, is a drive that we can all get involved in. Um, just a moment of recognition for the different health workers in our lives. Um, and so that is hashtag my healthcare hero to nominate the health workers that uh, you would like to see receive this care package and get that recognition. But Nevliko, what, what role can businesses play in this difficult time to provide more support to healthcare workers?
1: I think broadly speaking, businesses have a major role to play in terms of providing mental health care support at a time like this, understanding that these are not normal times mm. um, that we're experiencing. But if we talk specifically around providing support to health care workers, the idea behind this is really because we, we, we need to take care of this at-risk population that are putting their lives on the line. Um, and sacrificing so much in terms of their, themselves and their family lives
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, to to really address the concerns for the broader public. And we need to be able to look after minimizing them leading to burnout because they're not being taken care of, um, then developing further Um, sort of mental disorders such as depression or anxiety or even post-traumatic stress disorder Mm. and um, also resulting in sort of negative coping mechanisms resorting to alcohol or or other substances Mm. or, or reduced productivity at work, because of course we need we need them to be working at sort of optimally at this point in time. There's obviously also a risk of an increase in suicide amongst um, frontline workers if, if this is not heeded and um, you know taken care of. So I think a lot of support is required to ensure that we are looking after our
0: frontline healthcare workers. Yes. Oh. Um Why was it important to to also have this addressed to the family members of healthcare workers?
1: The family is also taking a lot of in terms of the pressure and the strain that the frontline worker is exposed to. And um, So looking after the family of the healthcare worker while they're looking after the needs of the community at large was also seen as an important part, and I'm sure Kristen can add to that as well, mm-hmm. of, of ensuring that we're looking after the holistic well-being of the healthcare worker, which obviously incorporates taking care of some of the challenges that their family members are facing as a result of the work that they are doing.
2: Yes, Kristen, I'm not sure if you want to add to that. Yes, definitely. I think what we've also noticed is that, you know, our South African citizens are expecting um, also businesses, linking to your last question, businesses to step up and do and not just say, and rightfully so. Um, So what we wanted to do is make this broader. So while we know that there are, approximately 100,000 healthcare workers in South Africa, Mm. we wanted to be able to help the family members. And and we all know, you know, family sizes can be quite large. So therefore, the impact is much greater than just the healthcare workers. So we wanted to open this up and really make a difference to as many people as possible who are impacted and um, are affected by by the COVID-19 pandemic.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's just so... uh key and true to the values in South Africa. You know, uh, when you say to someone, how are you, Uh, especially within African cultures, you are not just referring to the individual's well-being, but it's a reflection of the entire unit. You know, not just the, the individual, the family, the community from which they come from. Um, and it's, it's important that that care be provided beyond just the individual's needs. I'm really looking forward to the next couple of weeks. So Kristen, if you could give us that number again, and we'll remind our listeners as well about how to nominate for hashtag my healthcare hero. But it's important that we also save this number, keep it on hand. Um, and this is, um, the dove care on the care on call a 24-hour helpline.
2: Yes, and um, the number is 800 19
3: mm.
2: And once you've called the number, all you'll need to do is answer a few questions around which hospital you're from. If you're a government healthcare worker, have your personal number on hand. And if it's um, a dependent of yours, give your personal number to them so that they can quote the number to get the help. Um, and then you'll be able to select the service that you require Um, and the counselling or the debriefing that you need in your preferred language. Um, Mm. You can even choose the the area that the healthcare worker kind of specialises in um, and the gender, if that's important. So we can kind of allocate the the right person to provide the right
0: help for the person calling. (sighs) Thank you. Thank you, Kristen. Navlika, thank you to you as well. Thanks for having us. And the two, thank you, very much. thank you guys. And in the coming weeks, of course, this conversation is going to continue. It doesn't end today. This was, in fact, the start to many uh, looking at this particular focus in the fight against COVID-19. That number again is 800 hour 19 24-hour helpline, which is available to not just healthcare workers in our country, but also to their loved ones.